your blood runs orange and blue. Orange and blue. blue. This, this is the pod, is the for, pod you. for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, but let's get to what Tommy was just mentioning. So uh, what a week it's been for the Knicks and what a week would, it would be without trade room. So there were more trade rumors regarding the Knicks. Uh, this Thursday podcast is no different. So um, this one coming from the other coast, Dan uh, Wokey of the LA Times. He reports that the Lakers are, quote, very intrigued by the prospect of, high, of acquiring Quentin Grimes. But one interesting note about their interest Apparently, he's hearing the uh, the asking price from the Knicks right now is a first-round pick. The expectation among the Lakers and other teams is that they think that ex- uh, that, that uh, asking price will drop because Cam Reddish is right now not playing and that the Knicks are trying to seek a first-round pick because they gave up a first-round pick to uh, to acquire Cam Reddish. So, interesting note there. Also, what I thought was uh, interesting as well with Ian Bailey noted that prior to the Knicks' win streak, the team reached out to Toronto – uh, with interest in trading for OG Ananubi, who played against the Knicks uh, Wednesday night. The 25-year-old combo forward is in the second year of a four-year deal. He has about $39 million coming his way. In the final two seasons of that deal, he's making about $17.5 million this season. And then finally, rather big news coming out of Bleacher Report's uh, Chris Haynes' uh, report earlier uh, uh, Thursday morning. He reports that rival execs believe Trey Young could be the next star player to seek a trade. The Hawks have struggled to a 16 and 16 record and have dealt with strife in the locker room. And before we get to the Cam and OG stuff, let's start with Trey because that that is obviously a, a big news that was 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 dropped by Chris Haynes. Uh, shout out to him for his reporting on this. Would you see the Knicks being a team interested in Trey Young? And I only ask that because the strategy we've heard has been that the Knicks are waiting for some star to become available. And with the treasure trove of draft picks and young players that they have, they then want to strike uh, once that happens. They attempted that with Donovan Mitchell. That did not work. Here now, apparently, Trey Young sounds like he could be on his way to at least asking for a trade. Of course, we have to see if the Hawks would actually do a trade. They recently um, kind of fired their president. <laughs> like uh, Travis Slank got the demoted uh he was reassigned to an advisor role they're calling it a step down but i I don't know don't see too many guys step down from being a president to wanting to be an advisor so i don't i don't know what that's about but um but do you think knicks could be actually interested in trey young given how great brunson has played this year at point guard uh yeah uh, as as you note um former nick uh landry fields promoted to general manager um, down in atlanta so it looks like things are about to shake up a little bit there we know that uh, must have been like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Uh, Young sat out a game for a Friday night that they were they were playing the Knicks the, the following night or two, or the, the following week, um, uh, two games later. Um, after a pre after an argument during shoot around with Coach Nate McMillan, um, basically you know we don't know the details, but there was clearly some animosity, some beef had boiled over, um, and, and Young refused to talk about it. Nate McMillan downplayed it. Um, let's be honest, Nate, um, you may be a good coach, but you know, you can't average, you don't, you don't average 30 and 11, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like Trey Young's capable of putting up, uh, on any given night. So, um, I assume before they do anything drastic, they'll get, get rid of Nate McMillan, maybe a new coach can, you know, get the chemistry going. 
Um, they're obviously in no rush to trade them. We know the NBA salary structure basically means any star player you draft, you're going to have him for the first seven, eight years of his career. Um, if you want to have him, um, that can change a little bit if the player demands that I'm just, you know, Chris Porzingis reportedly told the Knicks front office, I'm going to play in Europe. I, you know, you guys either trade me at this deadline or I'm going to find my way out of here one way or the other. Um, you know, so that, that can kind of rear its ugly head and make things very difficult for the front office um uh, that that has drafted said star um so that being said i don't expect anything major to happen trey young anytime soon not in the next two months before the trade deadline not next off season if a year from now six 18 months from now uh, when they flame out in the postseason you know in, in 2023 and then again in 2024 then their hand may be forced i could see them doing something again but you you have a talent like trey young uh, as we know they traded luka Doncic to get trey young yeah and and cam reddish um ironically enough um, it was the second pick that they got as part of that deal. Th- th- obviously, you, you know, you want to build around this guy. He's an incredibly young offensive genius. I mean, the, 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 he's an incredible shooter. He struggled a little bit from downtown. I'm not worried about him making shots. Sees the floor right. incredibly well. Really underrated passer. A um, little bit on the smaller side, but has been relatively durable. Um, you know, uh, he's, he's a, not a good defensive player, but in today's NBA, you can hide him a little bit. Um, so that's the kind of guy that you want to build around. As far as the Knicks are concerned, Leon Rose, I'm sure his selling point when he sat down with, with James Dolan was, listen, you've had other guys come in here and promise you they're going to bring a, bring a big star to Broadway. I'm the guy that's capable of doing it. You know, um, I, I, I go to LeBron James birthday parties and, and me and Chris Paul hang out in Vegas and, you know, I'm close and connected with all these dudes. I've spent my life um, developing relations with the best basketball players on the planet Give me some time. Give me some money. Give me some draft picks. I'll figure out how to get the pieces together. Um, uh, Rose did not get it done when, you know, that 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 first uh, his first at bat, so to speak, with the Donovan Mitchell thing. Um, and, and now the Cavs are, you know, have a chance to win the East this year. They're, they're playing that well. Um, you know, uh, Mitchell having the best season of his career. Um, so. The, the the plan, but the reason the Knicks didn't, after they got Mitchell, didn't decide to, you know, basically blow the thing up and trade Randall for whatever they could get for him um, and, and start OB and, and all the kids right off the bat was because their plan now is to kind of tread water and, you know, make it look like they're on the right track while also keeping a young core of young players around and their, you know, war chest of draft picks. And then when the next superstar demands a trade, because we know it'll happen, whether it's this month, this week, next month, next summer, um, somebody's always unhappy. Um, Some star is always, you know, disgruntled and the team is looking for a way out from under, you know, from, from a crippling contract, et cetera. Um, So anytime a star gets mentioned, the Knicks are going to be one of the names. I personally don't see it happening for, you know, for, for basically two. The primary reason is being that the point guard position, ironically enough, is the one position now that they seem kind of set at, um, right. you know, with the, with the backcourt of Brunson and, and, and Grimes. You know, that's kind of the backcourt of the future. Um, so I think, you know, they're content there. They have uh, Brunson, as it turns out, on a value contract at this point. Um, listen, if, if the Hawks were willing to make a deal – the Knicks have no have to listen because Trey Young is just that good. Um, yeah. you know, he has a chance to to be you know the, one of the ten best players in the NBA uh, next season. 
um, what they would want with, you know, I, I assume they'd want, you know, the, the full, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell package plus, you know, another 20%, another 30%, whatever the case might be. I don't think the Knicks would be willing to go there um, just with the relationships they have with Brunson, Rick Brunson on the bench. It would just create a completely awkward situation. So I don't expect the Knicks um, to, to kind of go all in um, as they might for some other players. I think, um, and I'm just throwing this out there, I don't have any inside information, um, that uh, we're going to be talking about Carl Anthony Towns a lot come January, February. I think he's the next guy. I think I Rudy Gobert in Minnesota. That kind of marriage hasn't worked. Um, mm -hmm. You know, might Minnesota look to build around Anthony Edwards, um, you know, keep Ant Edwards and, you know, maybe D'Angelo Russell. We'll see how they kind of feel about him. Um, but, you know, yeah, you have your big man in Gobert and then trade rant, uh, uh, um cat for complimentary yeah. pieces that really, you know, you can build around Ant as, as kind of your foundational cornerstone. Um, so uh, uh, that being said, if the Hawks were willing to kind of shake up that roster, if I'm the Knicks, I, I inquire about DeJounte Murray. I think the Knicks kind of missed the chance to, to, mm. to, maybe, to maybe make a move on <laughs> yeah. him this summer. Um, but again, the Knicks have, you know, a solid starting backcourt. They have IQ is, uh, you know, coming off the bench. Um, so it doesn't necessarily line up with what the Knicks are looking for. Um, but again, anytime you have a superstar, um, that's Le that's Leon Rose's game plan. He's going to explore and, and see what, what it would take to get him at least. Yeah. And Kat, one also a CAA guy. So when yes. when uh, Rose was hired, he was he was one of the people I were mentioning saying these are the guys that Rose would probably be looking at. It would be uh, Donovan Mitchell, Cat, and Devin Booker. And yes, and and with the uh, Timberwolves perhaps looking to recoup so many of the draft picks they lost in the Gobert trade, maybe they can kind of get even in a Cat trade with the Knicks. That could definitely be interesting. Uh, the trade the trade thing is interesting um, because I listen to everything and. Trey did an interview this summer. I don't know who it was with, but he was asked, would you rather win a gold medal or play for the Knicks? And he said he'd rather play for the Knicks at some point in his career. Wow. It was a very weird, and actually I, I have it here. I can actually try to see if I can play this real quick. But um, but it was really bizarre to me because I was like, that's interesting. And he's represented by Clutch Sports. And Clutch doesn't do anything or say anything by accident. So right. I heard that, and that was very interesting to me because Clutch also orchestrated LeBron going back to Cleveland after him being a major villain there because they thought it would be a great story. So here is Trey Young talking about whether he'd rather win an Olympic gold medal in his career or play for the Knicks. All right, now you have to place a bet on this boxing match. You can only place a bet on one of the boxers. Are you going DeJounte Murray or Julius Randle? Ooh, those are both my guys. I'm, uh, I'll probably go with Julius, though. I'm a Texas kid, and he's a Texas kid, too. So uh, I'll probably go with Julius. Play for the Knicks or win an Olympic gold medal? Play for the Knicks. Anybody that knows me as close in that organization, they know I have nothing but love and respect for them. But um, I mean, that that's interesting. That's not and that shout out to Ashley Nicole Moss. She was the one who did that interview. Um, so I assume that was SI, but forgive me if that wasn't SI. Um, that I mean, first of all, he thinks Julius Randall beat up his boy, <laughs> John T. Murray. That was a little weird. But then the second part of that, about whether or not uh, he'd rather win a gold medal play for the Knicks, he's like, oh, Knicks. I mean, I love that organization. I have a lot of respect for them, even though we have this rivalry. I, th those things aren't accents to me. Like, I, I hear those things, and I'm like, hmm, okay. And now we're here, 
and now they're saying Trey Young may be the next guy available, and the Knicks look like they're winning. Uh, I, 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 if he puts out a list, I guarantee you, he, the Knicks will be on that list. Yep. Now, will it happen? I don't know because you know it is kind of running mean with Leon Rose is that he has these family ties, and you know will he be willing to break those ties? I think you have to trade Brunson. Like you can't keep both him and Trey Young. So I don't know how that would work. And the uh, Hawks will he be and, loyal. And the Hawks would want Brunson back if they were going to. They have to have him back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, so you know, I now would I do it? Yes. And that makes me sad because I really have grown to love Brunson these couple of weeks, but I mean, months rather. But I mean, he's Trey Young. I mean, there's no there's no conversation about whether or not you trade you know Brunson for Trey Young. It's going to be an interesting months, I think, because because I, I, I talked about it, I think on our last podcast that Trey Young was a guy to look at, and now here we are where where it looks like that certainly could be the case. And yeah, it, it's like I'm tired of going through this now with the whole with stars coming to Knicks thing, and it's like just when you're you're getting uh, excited about the team you have now, here's some other guy that we're going to be talking about now for the next two three months. And you point out that that the way this kind of works usually is you get the first kind of murmurs and then it escalates if they don't kind of quell it right away. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get the list, you know, then Wolge or Shams tweets out, these are the four teams that he's willing to get traded to. Yada, yada. And I agree with you. I think New York would definitely be on that list. Um, if for no other reason, it drives up his asking price for the other exactly. teams, you know. Um, and, and just yeah, because the Knicks have the most assets. So any team that's going to get into a – uh, a, a bidding war with the Knicks is going to have to fork over a lot. So. The the Cavs wouldn't have got what they got for Donovan Mitchell from Cleveland if it weren't for the Knicks continually upping the ante in, in terms of asking price. And some Knicks fans are going to say, no, there's so much bad blood between Atlanta and Trey Young, I mean, New York and the fans. And listen, that's that goes out the window if the guy is wearing orange and blue. Exactly. Um, you mentioned Clutch getting LeBron back to Cleveland. Go back and read the letter that Dan Gilbert authored in the moments yep. after the decision. I, it, it, I just read it the other day. For some reason, somebody tweeted about it, and it is almost unbelievable <laughs> that an owner wrote that about another human being, let alone the best player in the sport, let alone a guy that you know grew up in the area, and that, and that LeBron would come back and play for that owner. The whole thing is just unbelievable that yeah. being said talent trumps all you get the you, you get the best player you make the best roster possible um so it's a no-brainer from you know that's the one thing i can tell you that's gonna that won't prevent the knicks from trading for trey young is that a few fans said you know bing bong you know trey young <laughs> trey young uh 16 yeah. months ago so um but yeah fascinating to see how it plays out yeah and then and just last thing uh any thought on the knicks interest in og like like What'd you make of that? Like, I would love OG Ananobi. Um, yeah. the around the league, he is as respected as probably any three and D wing in the game. Um, which means his price is sky high. Um, yeah. I've heard that you know more expensive than Donovan Mitchell asking price. You know that that type of talent. Um, you know uh, on a player that's you know that early in his career, a guy that can impact the games on both ends of the floor. Um, really exceptionally valuable. I don't see. The Knicks, unless unless the Raptors love RJ Barrett, and listen, he's a he's a he's a Toronto guy, he's a he's a Canada kid. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's something that that interests them. Um, you know, they want RJ and, and IQ and some draft picks or something along those lines. Um, the Knicks Knicks are obviously going to listen, and they're, they're doing their due diligence. Um, if, if you hear a guy like OG is available, and you don't call, you're derelict in your duties as, as yeah. a front office executive. So I don't read too much into that. I think it's more just kicking the tires. Um, I don't expect. 
um, uh, Masai Jiri and the, and the Raptors front office, which is as good as any in the NBA, um, to sell low on OG just because they're unhappy or they're, they're they might not make the, the they might have to settle for a playing spot this year. Um, if they get a great value in return for him, that that that, imp- that improves the team going forward. Um, we'll see. But uh, again, would I love him on the Knicks? Absolutely. I just don't think it's going to happen if the um, Raptors were to trade him. I, I I expect the Knicks to be involved in the in the discussions, um, but probably get beaten out. Uh, Again, unless Ujiri is is in love with RJ Barrett, that's the one thing I could see that would be a difference maker from a New York perspective. Yeah, and the Knicks got all these picks that they're gonna want to use for a bigger star. So if you're talking yes. about a, a bidding war for OG, the Knicks I don't think should get involved with that. Um, right. Even though he is a a very solid player, and right. Knicks they're not getting the first round pick for Cam Reddish. I mean, they they you know <laughs> I think that's uh, but I think with OG and Cam, like these are this is them trying to fleece other teams, and that's good. Like yes. the, we, the Knicks spent decades getting fleets, so it, I'm I'm glad that the Knicks are trying to uh, you know see what you know what may stick with some of these other teams throwing stuff against the wall. So you, you don't think you, you don't think Barniani was worth the first rounder? Is that, is that what you <laughs> uh, definitely? Definitely not. Uh, that was, I guess, that was probably the last trade between the Knicks and the Raptors. And oh boy, was that a disaster! So, yeah, let's, let's let's hope that maybe the Knicks can have some good fortune on the other side of the deal. Like, yeah, they owe us. Just just give us OG, man. It's the least you can do after that nonsense. <laughs>